0: Hi everybody! Hi, hi, hi! hi. Uh, this is uh, my first time at the summit and my first panel at the summit, so double. Hey, how are you? Uh, double whammy in it. Um, I got asked at the last minute to come down and, and talk uh, technology gear and how it relates. And when they asked me to do it, I thought I could just come down and let you guys uh, throw barbs at me and uh, ask me about stuff that was shown at the Nam shows or stuff like that. And I thought how boring and how un- <coughs> uninteresting that would be if I was sitting out there. So instead what I thought is I'd call some friends, some people from very different aspects of the industry, and I figured we would just sort of open it up to uh, the floor after we introduce everybody and make sure that basically whatever we can do to help answer your questions, learn from you guys back and forth, none of us up here have big egos, (laughs) Uh, none of us pretend to know it all and uh we're always as we were saying before learning um <laughs> i'm telling you man. uh and uh so we figured today we'd just uh, you know you can pick our brains we can pick your brains we can just sort of help each other and have some fun so uh, my name's is alan rosen i own uh, an independent music store up in Santa Fe called bananas at large um, Yay! Thank, you, thank, you, thank you um but i've been doing a lot of things in my life i've uh, design and build products for major manufacturers. I've done voiceover, I've done recording, touring, playing. So I get luckily in my brain, I see the industry from many different angles. Um, and I'll let the rest of the panel introduce themselves. By the way, speak directly into your
1: microphone, please.
2: Turn off your cell phone.
3: Hello, my cell phone is not turned off.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, you read. I promise I will, after I introduce myself. My name is Vernon Ice Black. Hello, how are you doing? Um, I am a Bay Area resident, and I sound like a computer right now because <laughs> I'm messing with my man Alan here. <laughs> this is directed at him. No, the previous, true, the rest, Also true, Um, and speaking of Bananas Music, um, uh, that's uh, the place where I uh, teach uh, guitar, music theory, self-expression, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Great place. This is my dude, although he treats me like whatever. That's still my dude, and I do mean whatever. Um, yeah, my first time here, too. This is great, man. Uh, um, great, great, great event. It's just a plumb pleasing pleasure and a privilege to be here. And um, um, you all maybe introduce yourselves, too, or whatever's clever, man. What, what's everybody here for? I'm gonna slow it down, man. Y- y'all put me on the mic. Y'all don't want me on the mic. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, I should have said that first of all. Oh, shoot, here we go, here we go. <laughs> Man, I'm serious though, man. We 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 got professionals, some some uh, some some badasses from everywhere and all the different parts of the uh, um, the the music industry and, and life. What's up, man? Uh, who, who's who, man? Just shout it out. Go. Gene Morrison, artist. Oh, bless you, bless you. See, huh, huh? Now that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody heard that? All right, all right, okay.
4: Started. I like how the artist Mr. is the v- only one who will say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Hey.
3: Okay. Hey, now. Hey, uh, okay. It's, it's becoming oh, a we party. We could use you at our place. I'll tell
4: you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming a party. That's what I'm talking about, man. We, we are. We are all whatever um, um, our position in this uh, in this music uh, um, uh, existence. For for me. Uh, man, we, we're we all the same damn family. We're all cousins. Cuddens, not cousins. Cuddens is even deeper. C-U-D-N-Z. Thank you. We're all cousins. Uh, so for me, man, I promote that because I think it's damn time we all, um, you know, saw it that way. Acted that way. Um, uh, connected that way. You know, and uh, uh, the, the, the competition stuff, well, it's friendly competition, cool, but, you know, still, man, you know, we, we can help each other and point each other in different
2: directions
3: uh, to help each other and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to stop now. I'm going to say something for later.
2: Pace. So, So you're saying that if we treat each other with love and kindness and respect, that's actually a good thing and that makes us, that makes the world a better place, right, today. Am I putting words in your mouth there?
3: My manager, thank you. (laughs) So eloquently spoken, thank you.
2: (laughs) I gotta say I'm right there with you, man. Right there with you. Yeah, man, we
3: all are, some of us just don't know it yet.
2: I love it. Hi, my name is Nick Peck um, and I've been involved in music technology for, Oh God, three decades now. Um, I am focused primarily on the post-production side of things and on the interactive post-production side. So I'm a sound designer as well as uh, a music composer. Um, I've worked as an audio director at LucasArts, Skywalker Sound, and Activision. Uh, A couple of projects that I've done that you guys would know about, Guitar Hero Van Halen, Let's see: Lego Star Wars, Star Wars Battlefront, Grim Fandango for the uh, you know real video gamers in the audience. Um, and for the last uh, for the last couple of years, I've been working primarily in iPhone and iPad development, as well as a lot of social games. So uh, I've been all over the map as far as all of that kind of stuff goes. But
0: um, you get paid to play.
2: I get paid to play. I somehow nice. I'm one of those people that actually gets nice. to. <laughs> you know, raise a family um, and go and sit in front of Logic and Pro Tools all day long and make cool sound effects and write music and stuff. And so I consider myself enormously fortunate and very, very blessed to be able to do that all day and I'm really happy about it. So um, total gear nerd as well, I'm afraid. I wrote for Electronic Musician magazine for about a decade or so. Um, and. I have always been interested in uh, hanging out with my bro over here to you know, see what the latest and greatest stuff is. Uh, I have a recording studio in Sausalito um, that I work out of and you know just work on a lot of different projects, a lot of different interactive stuff. I have a background in software development and stuff as well, um, and so that's really helped me uh, focus on that interactive side of things and be able to make a living doing that for quite a while now. now.
4: Hi, uh, my name's Bill Gibson. I'm a founding member and drummer with Huey Lewis and the News. And, um, <laughs> all right, you have excellent taste. <laughs> um, and I think if you spend X amount of tens of thousands of dollars at bananas, you get the invite to the summit to talk.
0: When, when did, wait, when does that happen? <laughs> I thought it was uh, <laughs> hundreds
5: of thousands. Yeah, okay, X amount of hundreds of thousands of dollars.
4: No, um, I've known Alan for a long time, and we've been—I've um, been going to Bananas for <clears throat> 30 years, probably long, long before you were ever around. Before uh, well,
0: I was born, maybe.
4: Might be. <laughs> might be. I know I'm twice your age at least. I heard that. Um, so anyway, I'll, I'll offer what I can. Um, Tech-wise, I mean, I know what I like. I know what sounds good to me. I think that's probably a very individualistic thing for everybody. You know, you some things some some items people love, some items people don't love. So it's just a matter of personal taste, but I'll offer what I can.
0: You'll do fine.
5: (laughs) Hi, my name is John Lawrence. I've uh, worked as an engineer on um, various world-class projects back in the day. Um, I've worked as a touring player with all sorts of people touring the United States. And for the last 25 years, I've been writing music in the television business. And I think um, what I'm bringing to this is, if any of you do anything like this, you know what it's like to write music under pressure with shit that doesn't work.
2: <laughs> okay? You got six minutes,
5: forty-two, six days, 42 minutes worth of music, and they don't care less. Where is it? So um, that's what I think I'm going to bring to this today, is to talk about what I felt really worked well and some things that didn't.
0: So my goal on the panel, as you can kind of see, was when they threw this at me, I, I had just a few days to sort of think about what I could offer, what I could bring to the table for you guys, and, and so I tried to bring folks, friends of mine that are from various different points of the industry that all looking at that same pie just from a different angle. And so what I really thought was, unless you guys want us to, to riff on something specific, was to sort of open it up. What, what can we help you guys with? What can we answer? Was there anything that... You have questions on as far as technology, as far as the usage of technology in a specific application. Is there new products that you are curious about? What can, I, what can we do to help you guys? How can we give back and, and sort of take what's inside of our noggins and give it to you guys? Yeah.
3: So I, I'm an entrepreneur,
5: oh, sorry, good heavens. <laughs> um, I'm an entrepreneur and an angel and a, uh, I love playing jazz guitar and I'm interested from your perspective, where it is to really improve. Is it one-on-one with Vernon, or are there digital or electronic tools that oh. can really help a musician get better at their craft? So it's, I think, an interesting question I'd like to pose to Man. this table. One-on-one with Vernon.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no question yeah. about yes. it. Absolutely. The digital
5: <laughs> tools are very useful, and they will supplement what you are trying to get to, yep. but there's nothing like um, one-on-one, Yeah, it's here just the way it is. Here's the main thing that I've sort of taken
0: away from all this, and we're guilty because we sell this stuff, but the the honest truth is it's only one direction. All the digital media is only one direction, you looking at them, right? You trying to figure out what they're doing. Nobody's looking back at you. And, in fact, I overheard you uh, talking to one of your students not long ago about a hand position and how it could actually damage them over a long period of time, just the way that they were holding themselves. And I overheard the guy say, well, that's what it looked like in the video, right? That video is not helping that backwards. When I was a touring drummer, I blew out my elbow and it was because I was actually holding my stick wrong and not letting gravity, right? The the Chuck Brown He didn't come see me. Right. Well, I didn't go see Chuck Brown, right? Uh, But bottom line is, you know, the the return, somebody putting their eyes on you and, and working with you. There's nothing like that from a good teacher. Especially that one.
3: Uh, well, <laughs> I was trying to go sip because everybody <laughs> is putting it so so perfectly. Uh, uh, hopefully, I don't step on in, any of that uh, great stuff that was previously uh, said. But man, for me, uh, I'm 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 at school. I, I you know when I first started out playing. Um, you know, I was, oh, it's too late. I can't make this short story, long story any shorter. Ah. You know, I, it's the same thing. You know, I, I started out listening to everybody. I was, I was. you know, my mom was listening to all this great jazz music. So I was just automatically, bam, just, just put in that jazz pot. And, and, and for me, jazz is just, it's everything. Well, what is jazz really well oh, well, you know most of if not all y'all forgive me uh of of uh um American music period um you know comes from uh uh like like the early gospel um uh blues roots et cetera, et cetera you know y'all know that excuse me for using the word y'all is that in the dictionary now? I don't know it should be so anyway uh, you know. Uh, so I'm speaking about music now, and just straight-ahead music, and not the technology yet, right? So, uh, and, and that's part of my point too, is that, and and you started it, man. It's your fault. <laughs> Don't um, blame me. No, uh, man. Hey, man. You and me both, brother. You and me both, man. Um, so, okay, I'm gonna make this thing short. Um, Shorter. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get some you know, it's just all, all about, oh, no, don't get coffee, man. <laughs> you, you're going to be really disappointed. You're going to be wanting to speak, and I'm still speaking. Uh, so check it out. Music, the human being, period, came before the written music, before the technology, period. That's it. The who created what? The human created that. Not the technology created the human, created the music, created the art. Uh, You know, it wasn't written on paper first. No, it was created first. And then, you know what, you know what I mean? So my point is, although we have this beautiful, beautiful, brilliant, technological whoop-de-doos out there, man, don't let that run you, man. Those are tools. You run it, you run it. Like you said, man, get 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 your. I, I think is what you were saying is, man, get get hone your craft, your your instrument. Uh, you you run it, even if it's like. Uh, what's my man's name? Oh shoot! Oh shoot! Well I am. He said, man, uh, um, my my instrument is the computer. And and he went on to say, my instrument, my. He said, I'm first, but I'm using this computer to, you know, do, make make this music. But he's doing it. It's not running him. So on the technological side, I just got to give give it up there, right? She's looking at me like, are you serious? You you don't do you know what I'm saying or not? I hear what you're saying. What, what's your instrument? My, I'm, a, I'm a chef, I'm not a musician. But I can't oh, sure. well, yeah. you understand, I'm not, I'm not oh, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. In other words, if
0: you don't it's, cut off your yeah. time, she's gonna okay. pull out the butcher block.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, let me just stop, man, it's, just, it, it's about us, basically. It's about us, and, and what our instrument is. Do that first, be the human, and don't let that the- that answer your uh, question? And don't let the technology run you, so um, you. as far as what you have, what, what you're looking for, today?
4: I think what no, you you, you were tight, looking for were there any aids? Were there any aids to help you improve? So improvisation is, you know, I'm all about. A band in a
5: box just for me is a backup tool, but it has been helpful. Yep. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Technology. These, these are phenomenal tools. Yeah. Great support. Yeah. Yes. Yep.
0: Loopers are great for for beginners. You know, riffing stuff and playing it over and over again. Uh, a lot of the you know. Uh, stuff that you can even find online. It's great, but there is, especially uh, when it comes to jazz, right? I mean, Yeah, well, I, I
4: think that as for improvisation, there's no substitute for playing with other people. Right. I mean, you can play with that loop or the band in the box all day long, but they're not going to change what they're doing, you know. Playing with other people's, you know, really, really helpful and important. Question does, over. Has the rope?
0: Does anyone used the fret light guitar?
4: Yes. Yes.
1: Did you have those Bananas also, or anything?
0: did used to?
1: Is, what's the feedback for you
0: um it, it's interesting um it's sort of like the days of people putting the stickers on the fretboard to yes. you know mark the notes <laughs> and what the first thing the teacher told you to do take those off you know um, it, it's very interesting yeah um, this but, is great for the first a couple of years i think uh, and then after yeah, that yeah yeah it, it it was an interesting phenomenon especially during the late 80s when they first sort of hit up and but it never really fully caught on and I'm not sure it was a, a connected with guitar pro
1: now yep and you know, everything tablature
0: is just taking over as far as guitar. You again I you know I still think there's no all that stuff is great tools there's still no interaction especially now I've had the privilege of having these amazing lesson rooms upstairs um uh, Bill's daughter used to come and I mean you get to hear what's going on up there and, and it literally inspires me sometimes I will literally stop you know, pulling a box out of the warehouse or something, and I just have to sit and listen. And you just go, wow, these people, what they're, you know, what they're giving, not just the, the put your finger here, it's amazing. And, and there's no substitution for, for that. All the other stuff to me is just augmentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So Some of those tools can teach you, though, um, the basic, okay, if it's this chord, you have the option of playing this scale, mm-hmm. this scale, and this scale. That's great stuff. Great stuff. And it, it, it's obvious, though. So beyond that, what do you do? Right? Did they really so hand then you it's the microphone? is on, on you to take those notes and mix them up and do something with it. Make them your own notes, melodies. All right.
1: Go ahead. Okay, Alan gave me the wave. So first of all, full disclosure... <laughs> Uh, my name is Kerry Rose. Uh, I've been a watch out, Bernie. coming at you, man. Uh, so I have worked for Digit Design for five years as a product specialist. Um, i a self-confessed gear pimp and uh, gear ex- uh, explorer. And also, I have a strong relationship with Alan up here as a as a customer as well. And taking lessons upstairs, even uh, becoming a, a drummer in recovery and then an upright bassist. Uh, over some time. But I'm just curious, so I'm way into gear and tech, uh, but to Vernon's point, right, it is all about what you play, how you play it, and who are you in your craft. And one of the first things I did when I was teaching Pro Tools at Expression Center was showed people how to turn the monitor off and say stop looking at the cartoon of the sound, let's use our ears again, right? And so, you know, we're all here because of our connection with music. That said, right, so let's just say that's a given, right? The spiritual, physical connection to music. But at the same time, just really quick answers from you guys, you know, because I didn't get to go to NAMM, uh, any and, and I had a great experience with my daughter using GarageBand on the iPad. Right, my daughter wrote a pop song. Right, and that to me was enabling technology and cool. Right, um, so any, of your, give me each one of you guys, give me your top three. Like I saw something cool in the past six months that I that I that I'm interested in. The
4: the Adams speakers, the new Adams SX line of speakers. They, they, they sounded amazing over the din of the NAM show. And I don't know if you've ever, you know about the NAM show. My God. It's the noise is unbelievable. And they sounded fantastic. That was one thing. Um, what else did I see? Oh, I saw something else that was really great. <laughs> <laughs> really made an impression on you. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, the new Roland electronic drum kit. TD30. TD30 yeah. is really yeah. happening. I, I have a TD20, it. and it's
2: not really happening. Behavioral modeling. Yeah, behavioral
4: modeling. It has and does so, it
2: actually sound like drums now?
4: Yeah, a, a, every every hit of the scenario you playing. every hit is a different sample. That's awesome.
0: So yeah, Roland has left standard digital modeling and moved into this technology called behavioral oh, modeling. Yeah, yeah, finally, very yeah. impressive. Yeah, so
4: I, I, was, I was really impressed. Started on now it's on the
2: Roland. Yeah.
4: that's about it like for me. It.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I I. I have every piece of equipment that I that I need for me. Um, it's been about paring things down over a long period of time and um, about really focusing on what's important. Um, and I, you know, that's sort of that's sort of a non-answer. But uh, you know, my grand my nineteen twenty-seven Mason and Hamlin grand piano still kicks ass over any <laughs> sample library there is, and it always will. And um, so, uh, over a period of time. You know, I mean, there's always nice little things, and I am delighted about the fact that a lot of this equipment like GarageBand and you know, a lot of these tools are available as a gateway to be able to allow people that are just starting to be able to explore this muse and to see whether it's something that's really of interest to them. Um, ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, uh, though, you know... In the grand scheme of things, it's terrific that all of that material is available for everyone. You know, there will be a few people. There will be one kid out of every hundred that, you know, picks up a Stratocaster, a Squire Strat, you know, in high school that'll decide to, you know, go on and develop it and make it into, you know, an enormously important part of their life, and I'm, I'm thrilled about that. Um, so, I mean, as far as current equipment, I don't know. I love Logic. I love Pro Tools 10. I love the clip gain in Pro Tools 10. Thank you very much. That's a really good thing. Um, I think that's good. I completely ate it last year and finally sucked it up and got rid of all of my legacy TDM stuff and switched over to HD Native. and. Um, you know, got rid of my control 24 and got rid of all of my stuff, and it was painful. But now I feel really good Actually, because. For you, that was relatively painless. We, we yeah. didn't have that many hurdles. No, it, it wasn't. Some that... of the times I've had to go through
5: that stuff with people, you, you got off pretty easy. Oh, yeah. I Try, got off pretty <laughs> doing, doing that in the middle of a TV show, I've yeah. done that. Yeah, it's oh, brutal. Yeah. It's just no. like, oh, you know, and then having to learn at the learning curve.
2: Yeah, I you know I don't want to tangentialize too much. I'm really glad about the fact that I got rid of all of that legacy digital hardware, and now I am poised to be able to go to Pro Tools Eleven and Pro Tools Twelve, and et cetera, as they go along, and hopefully not have to do another hardware jump for a while because it's so. I think it's next week. (laughs) I've heard. Uh, I'll tell you, I saw a lot
0: of stuff, and I think one of the coolest things that I saw was this, this. There's been a trend for the last I don't know maybe two or three years of these. $30 $30 solution things, utilizing consumer-based products like an iPad and stuff to sort of make, and it's been fine, it's fun, it's really neat. Oh, the iRig this, and the, you know. The, this year was the first year I saw products for Pro Audio coming back for, for people who actually need you know, solid, legitimate, professional products, like the Adams monitors, seeing behavioral modeling coming down the pipeline, seeing uh, Universal Audio come out with a really nice interface with some great bundles, Um, watching Line 6 go back to their roots, going into the live sound, and and that digital PA they came up with was, I mean, I saw that on Wednesday, I saw a sneak preview of the Line 6 digital PA system, and when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's kind of neat, yeah, that's sort of, you know, neat, and I didn't stop thinking about that product the entire weekend and all the things that it could do, and it reminded me that, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, it wasn't a $200 solution for, it was a $1,200 part, and then another $1,200, you know, but it wasn't the dollar figure, it was the fact that they were addressing Pro Audio again, and not trying to substitute, you know, these quick plastic little fixes that, mm. you know, yeah, you spent $30 in a week, you're going to spend another $30, and, you know, so I, it was nice to see Pro Audio kind of come back to the forefront and I'm starting to see products being delivered reasonably priced, but that was very interesting to me beyond everything else I, I sort of saw.
2: Can I jump in just really quickly, oh, yeah. not, to, ju- not to take another turn, but I thought about a couple of things that I did want to share that I'm very excited about. Um, the first one is the Universal Audio Apollo. Oh, yeah. Um, particularly because I like probably many of you are very concerned as to whether Apple is going to stop making towers, you know PCIe devices in which we can stick cards in them. You mean They're the end f- of logic, huh? The end of logic, <laughs> yes. but also the end of you know it's the coming, end of cards, the end, the the end, the end towers of you know, the yeah. end of. Towers, it, yeah. So if that happens, Thunderbolt is going to be it. And so the notion is going you know I'm praying that Apple makes a really really powerful iMac that people like us can you know use to be able to have loads of software instruments inside of Logic or whatever replaces Logic and the um, the Apollo is a wonderful idea because of the fact that you can get it with four shark DSPs inside of it and it's Thunderbolt so it's going to be a fantastic way uh, to be able to allow us to be able to sort of move forward with pro audio and sort of high-end stuff um, the other thing that I've been really really excited about I'll just take one more second briefly I have been thrilled about um, the inexpensive but excellent sounding plugins from small manufacturers that have been coming along. Stephen Massey, for example, Tapehead and other stuff like that, mm-hmm. as well as the Valhalla Room Reverb. It's a fifty dollar plugin from this, you know, from just a guy. And this stuff sounds better than Waves. This yep. stuff sounds better and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. And I'm thrilled about the the democratization uh, of really high quality sounding plugins that are coming out that cost you fifty bucks. That that I think is awesome. So. I, saw, I saw a hand
0: up somewhere. Oh, I was, I'm
1: sorry,
0: I'm not sure what the Apollo is. It's a new interface. interface um, exactly. Wow. And it's also, but they, they uh, pre-engineered it to flip to Thunderbolt when Firewire go bye-bye, um, which for all intents and purposes are. is. Mm. Yeah. We hope. and what's, That would be what? the universal audio ETA, which sometimes <laughs> is good. Sometimes, you know, they make it, but it'll... It, it'll it's going to
2: be great. It's going to be ridiculous. And the, one yeah. of the coolest things about it is with two milliseconds worth of latency, you'll be able to record into the thing with all of their LA2A and right. you know Pultec and yep. Fairchild sims on the way in, and then be able to use all of that DSP again to mix on the way out. So it's mm-hmm. very, it, very, very awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: There was actually, you know, a lot of new mic manufacturer, not new, but people that got to show at the show and I saw some really incredible stuff. Charter Oak had a, a great large diaphragm mic that had almost zero proximity effect. I mean, mm-hmm. it was incredible.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I literally sat there and my jaw fell on the floor when I was talking to this thing. And uh, It was a so, cardioid
2: mic with very little proximity. Yeah,
0: I mean, it, and it sounded just, I mean, very beautiful and flat. The guy is a great builder and, and but, you know, slightly strange in his business schematics, but nonetheless, anyway. Anybody else? No, we're done with him. No, no, no. no, There was one thing I'd just like to add. No, it's good. No, no, no. I just wanted to add that one. No, no, no. Real (laughs) quick. So, this speaks to this other
1: cool thing, though. So, uh, you know, again, so we're seeing this dedicated appliance, right? It's like a toaster, but it's it's I.O. with DSP, right? Or the 11 rack DSP. It's a doodad. It functions on its own. And then we're seeing all these iPad apps and iPhones and things like that. But, you know, for me personally, they're not necessarily so beer nightclub friendly, so I'm just wondering, back to the paring down, simplification, you guys, in terms of trends, right, we're seeing this really high-end dedicated thing, and then we're seeing this multi-purpose, you know, iPad as your live sound mixer, or whatever, so I don't know if you have any comments on that, or? or. Uh.
0: What I, I did see, the new Mackie digital console. See, I'm starting to see the iPad being used in, instead of trying to be the sound, source or the inner it just more of a control surface and i'm loving that that was really cool um, in fact the new line six does that uh the new MyDis console does it um I don't actually i don't know if they announced that or not i saw that though um utilizing an ipad now as your control surface and i think that's where that stuff is going to be really strong uh, even, even ma- as
5: simple as I, I don't know how how many of you are like do a lot of recording i imagine everybody but like i'm forced to go into an isolated room a lot of times with nobody else. So how do I get my work done? Beautiful. I take my iPad with me, and I use it as a remote control. And I remotely control everything that's 30, 40 feet away, and I just do my job. Before, it was a hassle. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're burning tape, I had to burn at least a minute of tape to get my butt out there into the isolation room. Okay, I'm comfortable now and play whatever I'm going to play. And then another 30 seconds, it gets very expensive. Now I just sit there and go, there was problems taking long usb cables oh, it doesn't work you know you hit the damn thing four times it yeah, doesn't yeah, go yeah, yeah. so anyway
2: Spectrosonics omnisphere which is a completely awesome sounding software synthesizer they have a free ipad app yeah. so you know you just get it download it and guess what now you're controlling Spectrosonics from your ipad yeah. it's a great it's interface it, that is my that's my favorite, favorite. That's software those yeah. Yeah. So you just, know, that works the, the ipad a as an input output device is absolutely a you know a thing that is here to stay, and I'm really Mm -hmm. thrilled about that. Other questions? Somebody else? Go for it.
4: Hey, how's it going? Uh, My name is Dale Smith, and I'm a freelance audio engineer. Um, I recently graduated from Expression College for Digital Arts in Emeryville, and I was wondering if you guys had any suggestions for someone who's uh, new to the industry, looking for a job position. Um, I was wondering if you had any suggestions.
5: There's a few things I I could think of around that, having been an engineer and worked at it at a high level. Now, I could be really off on this, but one of the things I find really challenging for younger people is they've listened to so so much audio that's uh, MP3 or worse. Now, I've worked with interns that could not hear 40 cycles. It doesn't exist in there, and I I can't use a person like that. That's the first fundamental of a kick drum. So... There's one thing, I mean, you know, get out there and listen to really clean, good recordings and stuff that's not software sampled, because it's, it's, it's a limited range. Great, look, I'll fool you guys all day long with the television stuff. You'll sit there and say, that's a real orchestra, but it's not, or it might be just supplemented with. Um, so that's something, you know, you really need to uh, have the capacity to hear everything and to hear not only artifacts, But phase, this is a a very important issue, again, because, as you know, the clarity of the recording equals the clarity of the magic that comes back to the people listening to it. I've heard absolutely fabulous albums. Um, uh, Anyway, uh, Vertical Horizon was a band. I love this band's songwriting. And their first album, which was all (coughs) Pro Tools, I'm sorry, (laughs) sounded horrible, over-compressed, no bottom end. No real high-end, either, uh, and just artificially
2: plugged up, so it has two cents. You know, I, I do a lot of um, speaking to colleges, to you know, people like yourself that are just about to graduate and trying to figure out what it is that they're going to do next, and there is a, a harsh reality that I try to say every time, and I try to say it without beating people up too much, but what I say is, okay, you guys, you know, sitting in the audience, look at the people next to you. One of you is going to make it, and the other one is not. And the reality is that the person who loves it more is the one that's going to make it. And, you know, it's, it really is a persistence game. It took me 10 years to make it. 10 years after graduating, you know, three degrees, two, you know, I've got a bachelor's in music, I've got a master's in music, constantly, constantly working as a software engineer and trying to start out by doing, you know, 100% software engineering and then it became 75% software engineering and 25% sound design and then it became 50-50 and then it became 75-100 and I just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And the result of that was finally there was the break and the break came because I was prepared, because I had, you know, Trained and trained and trained myself to be ready for it, and that's that's really what it's about. You gotta love it. And you just gotta keep doing it and doing it and doing it, and you'll make it. I have preparation meets
3: opportunity. I'm sorry. Yeah. Preparation. Preparation meets opportunity. And 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 they're out there. You you you're wondering where where to go. Where where's my next step? Uh, what's my next step? Um, you know, this in the Bay Area, it's not like um, you know, it's not like that A- L.A. area you know, where it's just a huge hub of the, you know, industry or whatever the industry, you know what I mean? So, you know, you got to look a little harder, a little deeper to find some places to go and, you know, knock on doors and ask folks, Mm -hmm. you know, let me in. Basically, that's about it.
5: You may wish to specialize, too, and that's that um, people that I know, Bill knows, too. uh, Jim Gaines, for example, he... Forever, he hates to mix, hates it. Jim likes to cut tracks. I want to cut tracks, cut tracks, cut tracks all day long. That's it, and he wants to go home. Mm-hmm. We'd send all these mixes out to a guy called Bob Clearmountain, who had a <laughs> never heard of him, uh, a decent career of his own. You know, mm-hmm. so, I, I so. have
0: four tips for you. One is, this industry is incestuous and cyclical. Um, you will meet the same people over and over again. Mm. So, networking, be nice, be friendly, be open-minded. Be good. Learn, learn to shake people's hands, learn to have a joke, learn to take, take life easy, you know? I haven't been in this this long, you know, fighting with people, I, I love what I do, I have a great time with people, and I, and I don't pretend to know a single thing. I learn and I just, I'm a sponge. In fact, whenever I get certain products, like I had Bill the other day, not, well, not the other day, a couple months ago, You know, I had a problem with a product. I'm like, I'm not wrapping my head around this. I'm going to call my friend. I want to know. Just help me out. You know, so incestuous, you know, and and cyclical. You're just going to keep running people. So social, you know, you just got to be open minded. Go and be an intern. Go to Fantasy, go to Studio D, go to wherever you can. But here's the thing that I think most people forget the business side of it. At a certain point, get paid. Okay? They will keep, everybody will keep using you as an intern and keep using yes. you for free because that, if that's what you think you're worth and that's all you ever ask for, that's all you're ever worth. Mm-hmm. At some point, if you're good, if you get good reviews, ask them, how did I do? Can I get a review? Can I see how I'm benefiting you? Then it's time to start getting paid. If you become, it's like any other gig. Any other job, it was, it was a rule from my dad, right, it was make sure you pay yourself. At some point, you gotta do it. You're gonna have to invest, yes. but at some point, you need to ask to get paid, yes. right? And then the last part that, for me, and this is just my life experience, is be open-minded to other things. I wanted to be the rock star. I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to do all that stuff. I did tour, I went, I've been around the world touring. I've been in the studio. I tried to be a producer, I tried everything. I ended up owning a music store. An awesome music store. Thank
1: you. Uh,
0: well, I should say, yeah, my customers own it. Um, but the truth of the matter is, you know, I just kept looking at, at you know, I, my, my brain is always open. I, you know, I, I, I love to get involved in different things like this. This is just me. You know, I should be at work right now. I should be taking care of customers. I should be doing things right. These guys have a lot of things to do. They, they, we're all very busy people. But one of the reasons I love these guys is we're just open-minded. The opportunities come in the strangest places. You showed yes. up and, and you met uh, the news guy and had an interview, you know, and yes. you guys were running into people. got to be open-minded. Don't pretend like I'm only going to be an engineer for the rest of you. know.
5: My first job as an engineer, I was cutting guitar tracks at the plant, and this old guy kept poking his head. memorizing remember I was in my 20s at the time. Old guy kept poking his head in the door. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? What's he doing in my session? And he said to me later, he said, son, I love your attitude. Would you like to work for me? And I said, well, who the f- are you? <laughs> and he said, you're hired. This was like, what, last year? Uh, this was, uh... <laughs> Thank you, Alan. The hair color obviously is not working. No, yeah, I am. Just... <laughs> yeah, that, what, uh, what... that was Jim Gaines in 1981. Does that
0: help? Does that...
4: No, yeah, you both, you yeah what, what Alan said about being open-minded and, and being nice. Yeah. Being nice because you meet the same people on the way down that you meet on the way up. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: And, they, and everybody, they will remember everything. Yeah. That's they, will remember. That's, they will remember. They will remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey,
3: and we'll and you're, you're an expressions guy, so you know Sh- uh, Shiloh over there. Uh,
4: yeah, we've talked before. I mean, I talk
3: Has she been a big help? Is that Cynthia? You uh, well, I no, found most of the jobs that I've gotten
4: that um, uh-huh. i myself. I have really been able to find too many jobs in school. Uh-huh. So,
0: Go beat the pavement. There's a lot of studios. They're just not publicizing like they used to.
3: Yeah, they don't publicize.
5: Don't give up. Yeah. Even if you have to get the day job, don't give up. At all. Um, Einstein, I hate this. My friends on Facebook, I go, "Ah, I'm going to hide you. They send me all these wonderful, interesting quotes. But one thing I do believe is that what Einstein said, and that's that all matter is energy. What you tune into is what you'll get. I've been told over and over again, you never make it as an engineer. You never make it as a player. You'll never make it in the TV business. You'll never write music in San Francisco. All bullshit, all which I did. Keep going, you'll get it, it'll happen. Yeah, it'll happen.
0: Can I just point out real quick the lovely Mindy Cantor back there. When's your gig? Thursday, New Georges? Jazz? I'm promoting my, my clients. Yeah.
5: Yes. And who is it, Ellen?
0: Mindy. Mindy Cantor.
5: Mindy Cantor. Okay. Yeah, Fantastic. Okay. Sorry.
6: Hi, I'm Kathy Gellis, and I'm a lawyer. And
4: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do Are it. you being
6: subpoenaed?
4: <laughs> oh, I, I, I know Kathy. Wait, what did I, I do Kathy wrong? Kathy Bursley. That's why I had to say that.
6: Okay. <laughs> um, but one of the reasons I'm here at this conference is because I'm very interested in a lot of the policy issues behind the law of everybody else is talking about what laws should we have, how much do we need, the old model is breaking, do we have new models, do we have new technologies, do we have new uh, business models that will facilitate the artists being able to express themselves more effectively than they necessarily have been before. So my question here is, since we're talking gear, for up and coming independent artists, what sort of investment do they need to make into technology, the recording technology or whatever you would recommend, in order to be able to cut out the middleman and go direct to producing their own expressive works and getting them out there.
0: I don't know if I'm the guy, I
2: mean, that's a loaded question. I would say as many music lessons and gigs as possible. Well, um, obviously, uh, we're talking, like
6: let's pretend that everybody's question. equal in terms of you've got a talented artist, and they're sitting uh-huh. there, and either they're going to wait to be discovered yeah. by a major record label, which wait. is fewer yeah. and far between or they
4: going to, record to
0: their own stuff? or no. they're going to record their own stuff. That, so if
6: to do it themselves, what sort of investment do you like need to make? That
0: sounds like a marketing question in a sense I mean how do you get yourself out there how do you get seen I mean the I technology I mean that is, if I want
6: to go I've sung a song if I want to get that song yeah, that's what I'm saying somehow heard <laughs>
0: that's a marketing question no no in a way about, in a way she's talking about how you record I, I understand it. But it, it, the, how,
3: how you record it.
0: right exactly yeah, I mean yeah. it, you need the, the gear that I think the answer is gear. the gear that you need to get the job done is the gear you need to get the job done and the better that you can get and afford or know but I, I think Am I uh, maybe I'm confused. I mean, are you saying like how do I market yeah. and get
4: so found no, no, no. or how do you record it? How do you get it down I, to for see people you down to get in there? Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah. I mean, is this a I can make a couple hundred dollars investment? I have to make yeah. a thousands of sure. dollars investment? Uh, and what am I investing in?
0: That hasn't changed, I think. Yeah, yeah go oh, all right, go ahead, Mindy. Yeah. Hang on, that's a little handheld portable recorder.
2: Oh, and um, it was easy to use. I needed something
4: idiot-proof because I'm a little technology, technologically challenged. And I took that to gigs and I took it to shows. And actually, it recorded so well, I put stuff out myself and released it on just... just on a $200 recorder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, 400, okay, 400. So and the thing is, the technology is changing so much. I see people—you know, four years from now, people will not still be standing. There'll be new companies mm-hmm. here, and all I can say is just keep doing your art and do
5: the best you can. And to I mean, what I hear from that is that there's a lot of bad engineering out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Remember that bad engineering? I mean, again, when I worked for Jim, we would get—I kid you not—more than hundred demos a month. Now, these were all on cassettes back in the day, and you know what he would say to me? i got the new Pink Floyd album. This looks like a nice cassette. Go ahead and record it over this person's demo. If it didn't sound good in that first three to five seconds, and I was the guy, I was the guy listening to this stuff, I'd say, it was horrible. Might be great tunes, but... Anyway, uh, I'm
4: c- completely the opposite. I, I could hear through the crappy, <laughs> crappy uh, recording oh, quality to a good song.
5: If it's a good, gra- uh, yes, if it's then, a great song and it's great, yeah. greatly played, of course.
0: Oh, every generation they've had people who had success off of um, you know the crappiest of recordings that I've found. What was the the yodeling? Oh, these uh, uh, fan
5: Year, Focus. No, huh? uh, Tiny the Tim? girl that lived oh, in the van and had the. Uh, Oh, come on. <laughs> Alan, but, we don't know these stories. This Jewel, later, thank please. you
0: very much. Jewel recorded her, you know, her first songs mm-hmm. on some crappy tape recorder. And you're right, that somebody finally heard through it. And mm-hmm. so every generation has it. I, I think the thing is, the technology doesn't make uh, the song better. No. Um, it's still, you know,
5: it you, doesn't make the song better, but it sure can hurt it.
0: it, it yeah, absolutely. If you don't know what you're doing. We're, we're, we're hmm?
5: Mm-hmm. They they mm-hmm. they just yep. My I mean, take on what uh, you were saying would that you'd probably need to spend, you know, thirty five hundred to five thousand dollars, which is a small investment. That gets you a decent computer. You know, hard drive. They're all cheapest chips these days. A decent interface, a decent microphone, and Pretty some happy. sort of software right. like you know, Pro Tools So you controls, know that prosumer range. You're right. A yeah. prosumer yeah. range. That's about what it's five. You know, it's 35 to 5,000. I would say.
2: But all of that fancy gear doesn't help you learn how to record well. Or yeah. market. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. so, you know, in my opinion, you crawl I'm up
4: your arse for for
2: market, <laughs> months. <laughs> yes. You'll be
4: in there. You're all set up. You got all your gear set up. Yeah. Oh, God, where's that manual again? Right. I got a song. I got a great song. I got to lay it down. How do I do that again? You're reading the book more than you're creating, you know, and that's, that's a catch-22. I remember when you got your, your control surface, sure. and I get
0: these phone calls, and I'm like, dude, I, I just really quick, how do I do this again? Where's the plug-in button? How do I get that?
5: Yeah. You know, those types of jadednesses, oh, boy, I've had a few of those in my life where I got, it's, uh, show me a beautiful woman, and I'll show you a man who's sick of her. Right.
4: <laughs> I heard it said another way, but don't look at me. Why
0: are you looking at me? <laughs> look at this guy. Hey, I, can I? I have an answer to that, and it involves this guy right here. There, there's a term. This is what we're all in here right now. Is the music community, right? That second word. Everything today is this is music technology, music this, music this, music this, right? But we are in a community. I, I can look out right now and I see a million—not a million, because it's not the bigger room—but. I see a ton of familiar faces that I can smile at, talk to, you know, they can jab at me and all that, but it's the community, and I think that's the answer. And when I watch Vernon, he does this program once a month called The Family Jam, and it encourages people to kind of show up and step up. And it reminds me of that, you know, like Bill was told me when he was going, you always play with people better than you. You always go and play with people you wouldn't normally go play with. You always go and, you know, because you'll learn something. And every time he does this thing, somebody comes along and I go, Wow. and that just sits in there and goes and makes me inspired and you know or makes me want to go jump in and play you know he never lets me
4: but you know yeah there's no technology that will substitute for playing with other people yeah. just there's none right mm-hmm. yeah but uh, you know we, we it's such a great
3: tool so I guess to answer both questions kind of in its own ways it's obvious you, you have your price range or whatever, but you you do the research and figure out what it is you really need to do what it is that you need to do and just do the beep out of it and um yeah, just go from there. Um me personally, man, I I, I can't tell you what the latest I didn't go I haven't been to the NAM show since I uh well I'll keep that story short too, but uh, since the mid 90s, man, have I been to a, a NAMM show? Uh, so, you know, I, I can't have a really in depth conversation about what's new, what's this or that. But I knew, do know what I personally need, um, um, you know, to, to be able to create and record and get out there, what I need to uh, record and, and, and get the beep out there. Um, So that's kind of the same for everybody, you know, you know your price range, you know what you really need to do, what you want to do. Uh, But number one is, man, is is this, that technology don't mean a damn thing Mm -hmm. without, you know, the 12 notes, and it's only 12 of them, so that makes it even harder, right? So it's up to us to do what we're going to do with those 12 damn notes, and that's it.
0: We have five minutes, so we could stretch for ten. I have, I have a quick, actually, that reminds me of a really good answer just for, uh, for you, that, you know, he's, he's right, the, the technology side of things. Um, not even forget bananas. Uh, any good. Never any, forget bananas. <laughs> uh, you know, the, a lot of people ask me about reviews they see on, you know, websites or YouTube or, or stuff like that. The truth of the matter is go find people that know the products. Go find people that work with the products. Uh, support. Stores or, or or vendors that have actual working musicians working in them, you'll learn a lot from those guys. You know, like I get to do every day. I get my staff, these guys, anybody, You're always learning. You'll find stuff that might connect and might work for you too. So, you know, again, real people. U- utilize that community. You know, it's there
1: all the way in the back, right? Uh, with the proliferation of plugins and software-based everything, uh, what hardware is worth having nowadays?
0: mic preamps and microphones. Lots so, of yeah. hardware.
5: Lot, there's a lot of stuff out there that the software stuff, is, it does not do. I'm sorry all you guys. I still own a couple of LA2s. They're the original uh, Teltronics. I have not found a plug-in yet, even right. <coughs> Apollo, yeah. that's that that's sounds anywhere near as good as this stuff. It just doesn't. Yeah. I, s- I still use millennia mic paris. I cannot find anything that sounds as good of those as maybe the original API 550s. But other than that, that said, I still love all of this stuff because I use it and it's really it's useful and gets the job done. Especially for me, it's different than these guys. I, again, I got 42 minutes worth of music to deliver in six days. I don't have time to fiddle. I just want to call it up, use it, and get going and make it sound at least a nine. Doesn't have to be a 10, but let's make it you know good.
4: Mike Prees and mics. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Do you guys have any recommendations for um, a, a service that would come give you sort of an acoustical evaluation of your room? Like Bob the acoustic Houders.
4: properties oh, of your room? Yeah.
5: Does Bob Hoda still do? It? Do you do? It's anything? like
4: lo- local Bay Area.
5: They can make like a house call. There's,
0: mm-hmm. y- Yeah. And there's actually, to be honest with you, acoustics is a really interesting field. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, uh, that was actually a, something I got interested in many years ago and I got actually certified on the whole three-dimensional acoustic modeling ease programs all that fun stuff in it because I get fascinated I get bored and I have to learn something to move along um, there are people who I mean it's just like a plumber there's the cheap guy that kind of knows what he's doing it might be certified and mm-hmm and then there's the people who really know what they're doing and and typically the prices are related you will get what you pay for there are people who are um, the live and dead and chips, Chips yes. Davis. Yeah, Chips Davis. I mean there's yes. legendary guys. Yes. You're yes. gonna pay through the nose for chips, but he's amazing. He also yeah, stay he's one of those guys that stays current on architectural designs, codes, yes. um, current products. I mean when I work with that guy, I get handed a package that, you know, is, is complete from front to end.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, there's guys
0: like me that I can do three dimensional acoustic modeling, I can recommend products, stuff like that. You know, so I would be what I would consider maybe the middle kind of guy. And then there's guys that go out and do the Oh, you need this, yeah. <laughs> you know. You need and, some Oralex. Yeah. By the way, any engineer that does the clap and tells you what you need, you should just fire. This yes. <laughs> yeah. That
5: said, if you can't mix, mix quietly, is the other way to get around
2: it. Use yeah. headphones.
5: Yeah. No, I, for me, um, for me, yeah. For me, I mix very quietly because if I can hear the entire image in a very quiet environment, it's gonna sound excellent if I blow it up, mm-hmm. whereas not the other way around. There you mix are- really loud, you've got all the artifacts from the room, and you, you can't tell.
3: Are, are you talking about a mixing environment or a recording uh, live? A typical home
5: Cheap gobos that you can make yourself work really well. Yeah, yeah I'm just got to say that they do. They, they're that. amazing. Yes. You know, you can make one for under fifty bucks, and you know, you make four mm-hmm. of those guys and stick them around your Go around look on the interweb. There's are.
2: so much information on how to yeah, build bass traps and stuff.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, there's uh, orlex Prime Acoustics, and I can't think of the third name. They will offer. Freaks. Uh, well, they'll, you could take photos of your room, send them in the logistics, the more information you give them, the better. Um, a lot of times I get that kind of stuff, It's you know, gypsum over two by fours with a concrete floor, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and they'll at least give you some ideas. But here's the thing that most people forget, and, and the, the, the what these companies would like to market to you is uh, sound absorption, and my rule is don't forget diffusion. Yeah. Don't, it can't, not everything can be solved by just killing sound. You sometimes need to break up waves, you have to, so. It's real easy to buy these prepackaged, you know, boxes of foam and make your room all, you know, and all you're doing is killing a room and you're probably still yeah. not dealing with low waves because the waves are so At the record big. plant,
5: we had, we had traps that were at least half the size of this room mm-hmm. just to trap, just to get the bottom end or yeah. whatever, all the junk that we didn't want out of there. Drop yeah. me a note, I'll, I'll send you to the right places if you're in a
0: community outside area. I have recommendations. I got people who can come out. But there's a lot of choices out there, but don't forget about diffusion. I think we're running out of time sooner. Yeah, oh, is one that a more.
5: Quick question. Oops. Oh. Back to the. Uh, Are you dancing? Your, yeah. Really. <laughs> um, the question over here uh, is: Do each of you have a piece of gear that maybe you've had more than 10 years? Uh, that you wouldn't get rid of or that <laughs> you saw? and I know you do. Okay, so the answer is, what is it?
3: <laughs> I am the piece of gear that this guy is trying to get rid of
1: at least two, 20 years. At least. Yeah. Aside from
2: two-legged gear.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, me, somebody Or
5: something that you might, if, if you were looking at Craigslist and you saw it, you would have to have it regardless of whether you actually needed it. You just knew it was that good.
2: Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I was... <laughs> I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day wire. who's another gear nerd, and he was he was sitting in a lecture that he didn't want to be in, and he was bored, and so he made a list of all of the equipment he has owned and sold in his career, in his life, and he said there was over a hundred things on there, and he looked at it all, and the only things that he ever regretted selling were the musical instruments. He didn't really care. You know, it's like, oh, bummer, here's a, you know, I and i would say exactly the same thing i've got i was i was just telling these guys you know i've got all of these gorgeous cuz i'm a keyboard player i've got you know over years of collecting iona mellotron and you know all these fender roads and Wurlitzer electric pianos and hammond organs and all of this stuff and even though they're heavy and they're a big pain in the ass they're pretty much going with me till i die and all the rest of the stuff probably you know for me it's i, I have some old Mike prees yeah. Yeah. la2 and that stuff and, and the old absolutely. i have
5: some it's from the 70s, uh, 80s, Neumann mics, 87s, 47s, 77s. You can't get them ever again. Yeah. Yeah. I got a uh, old, old U87 letter. that
4: uh, I'll never part with. And I have a first drum set I ever got. When a first drum set I ever had, I've never sold one piece, well, one drum. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, mm-hmm. 12 drum kits. I, I, I've, never, I've never, gotten have never rid of one. Can no, you get the w- car
2: into the garage or is no? No, <laughs> it's all at our. It's all at our. Stadium. Garage.
4: What's a garage? No, that you know, it's uh, the, he's right about Beauty. the instruments. Yeah, yeah. They, mm-hmm. I have an Akai MPC60. Ooh, hmm.
3: see, I was about to go there.
5: That I still use. Oh, in God, my I'm going to trump you on that one, Bill. I still have a 1212. Oh God. Oh God. I- you, I- do you, I- you guys know what that is? Yeah, yeah. It was have the, a one of the very first consumer digital. No, no, it was about so. It was a, a board on a VHS. Ta- <coughs> well, kind oh of a VHS God, yeah. tape. I remember those things. Yeah, mm. yeah. It was. It was horrible. How,
0: uh, how do we do, you guys? Hard. Did we get everybody answered? Uh, was it a decent panel? Yeah. 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 <laughs> These guys are all right, huh? Okay. Uh, are we done? Is that it? I think well, I mean, that's are we it for now. Or are we but then kicked you, out? feel free to swarm these guys. There's no no place you can. <laughs> Thank gotta you guys meet. for coming.
4: But if you ha- if you happen to go anywhere besides hanging with these guys, David Lowry's about to yeah. do a fifteen minute talk where he kind of thinks that musicians used to make more money with the labels than they do with the tech companies these days. Mostly because you used to get these big advances and then not sell any albums and so Anyway, knock yourself out. Thank you so much.